This is Tech News Briefing from The Wall Street Journal. Hello, welcome. I'm Tanya Bustos reporting from the newsroom in New York. Coming up, Microsoft paid $27 billion for LinkedIn. Now LinkedIn has to prove people use it. What new features mean for LinkedIn's footing in the social media game? But first, these tech headlines. A judge in Washington, D.C. will hear a case this week that may settle one of the biggest antitrust issues of modern times. The face-off between the Justice Department and AT&T over the company's $85 billion agreement to buy Time Warner has broad ramifications for media and tech companies. If the deal is allowed, AT&T argues it could act as a wall against tech giants like Alphabet's Google and Facebook, or, as the government insists, it could create an entertainment behemoth that holds customers hostage. Spotify and Dropbox are set to join a growing club, Profitless Public Companies. The journal writes that more than three-quarters of the 108 companies that completed IPOs last year reported per-share losses in the 12 months leading up to their debuts. After growing in recent years, that share is the highest since the peak of the dot-com boom in 2000. And do you own Bitcoin? The IRS is coming for you. The journal writes how it is moving to crack down on cryptocurrency, collecting data on about 13,000 Coinbase account holders who bought, sold, sent, or received digital currency worth $20,000 or more between 2013 and 2015. Coming up, LinkedIn's $17 billion challenge to get you to use it more. This is the Wall Street Journal's Tech News Briefing. LinkedIn, which Microsoft bought for $27 billion in 2016, is rolling out new features meant to get users visiting more as the professional social media network prepares to infuse user data into Microsoft's other productivity tools. Let's get more from The Wall Street Journal's Jay Green, joining us via Skype from Seattle. Hey, Jay. Hey, Tanya. So the thing about LinkedIn is most people I know, they do have it, and I think you can say that most people kind of use it sometimes. But in actuality, how much do people use it generally? What do we know? Well, LinkedIn doesn't share much of that data. So there are a handful of places you can look. There was a study, it was actually in 2016, that Pew Research did. And one of the things they found is that about 18% of LinkedIn members use the service daily. But maybe what was more interesting is that more than half the members, about 51%, use LinkedIn every few weeks or less often. And that's the thing that that Microsoft really wants to change, having purchased LinkedIn uh, a little over a year ago. Right. So one big attempt at this from LinkedIn is a rollout of new features. What exactly does that entail? Yeah, so it's it's named after the, the public meeting space in Greece. And po- Project Agra is about including things like an interest panel on the page that you see when you first sign in. And it's there it'll be a collection of groups you might have joined or hashtags that you followed. And the idea is to get you keep coming back because you'll see things that are genuinely interesting to you rather than a collection of posts that random people who you followed over the years on, on LinkedIn are posting about. Right. And you write about how, as it does with everything, artificial intelligence is a tool that could help matters. How can AI help do those things that you talk about? Yeah. So it's a little bit more about how AI can help Microsoft, because the thing about AI is what AI needs, what artificial intelligence needs to work are huge data sets, because those data sets can then be trained or can train the the algorithms and, and the algorithms can learn from them. And there are a few data sets out there that are as large 
as LinkedIn, right? The amount of information the more than 500 million members have put up regarding where they went to school, what job they have, what their connections are, where they work, all that information is hugely important. So Microsoft, one of the reasons it paid $27 billion for LinkedIn was to get its hands on that data set and then use it to train its artificial intelligence or its machine learning algorithms to, you know, to perform tasks. So, you know, one of the things might be it would use those algorithms to learn who at a company might be the most likely person to buy a certain product. And then that could help inform the Microsoft software that's called Dynamics, the the product that it sells to sales representatives. That could help those sales representatives better target potential prospects. What about video? A lot of social media companies are banking big on video, putting a lot of attention there. Yeah, there are a couple of areas where LinkedIn is uh, is using video. So it, it's gotten uh, better about in, in letting folks post their own videos. But the other area is LinkedIn. A couple of years ago, before Microsoft bought it, LinkedIn itself bought a company called lynda.com, and it was a training video site. LinkedIn's been working hard to incorporate those training videos on it, on its site. And so it, with sort of the broader idea that you aren't just using LinkedIn to go look for a job, you might actually start using LinkedIn to better train yourself to, to become a better employee. So like you said, it's been about just over a year since the deal with Microsoft. What kind of progress has been made since then? Is it still a long uphill battle or is there at least some real traction in engagement growth? growth and movement in the right direction. Yeah, and there are a couple areas you can look at it. I mean, revenue kind of started to taper a little bit, didn't grow as fast, I should say, as it had been shortly after the acquisition. And that seems to have picked up some. And while LinkedIn won't provide specifics about this data, they say that there's a metric they use called sessions, and that tracks each time members use the service more than 30, 30 minutes after their prior activity. So that's called sessions. And what LinkedIn says is that sessions growth uh, has increased 20% or more for the last five consecutive quarters. So LinkedIn says there are metrics that are that, that show uh, engagement is improving. Jay Green, thanks as always. Hey, thank you. For more on Wall Street Journal reporter Jay Green's story, you can head to WSJ.com. That'll do it for this edition of the Tech News Briefing. Reporting from the newsroom in New York, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.